Here we go, here we go. Welcome to Police Pod Talk. Whoop, whoop, it's the police. Don't look in your rearview mirror. This podcast covers the latest police news, along with hitting the hot topics you've been talking about all week. I'm your host, Cleveland. Thank you for joining us. Here we go. Here we go back again. Welcome to Police Pod Talk. I'm your host, Cleveland. Thank you for being with us. Today on Police Pod Talk, I'll mess that up, we have the honor to have a guest with us by the name of Jody Cartwright, and that's Jody with a Y, and he's a uh, taser instructor with Purdue-Fort Wayne University Police Department. And uh, we're going to discuss today the training on how officers use a taser since he's an instructor, and then talk about how these accidental shootings are happening uh, with officers reaching for their taser but eventually having their gun in their hand. And if we have time, we'll get into the latest shooting there in Texas where an officer shot a female who actually used his taser on, on him. But, uh, yeah, Jody, it's okay to say hi. You know, let the, hey, how you doing? All right, let them know you're out there. But uh, Jody yeah. Cartwright, again, from uh, Purdue-Fort Wayne University. Good to be the here. Police Department. Good. I'm, I'm glad you're here. So, uh, Jody, go ahead and uh, tell us a little mm-hmm. bit about uh, your career and how you ended up becoming the uh, taser instructor. Well, uh, you know, I came to um, – then it was IPFW. Um, but I came to the university – um in 2007 so i've been here about 12 years Mm -hmm. and um shortly after um being on for about three years i had the time in and um the department sent me down to back to the police academy for instructor development right and then um the current taser instructor was in the process of leaving and so i hopped on board and and, uh, became our taser instructor so i've been doing it for i don't know since about 2009 okay um, okay. Enjoying it? You enjoy doing that? You know, it's it's just you know, um, unless we got new officers, it's mm-hmm. it's uh, a yearly just to go over, you know, any kind of new changes. I have to uh, get on Taser's website, or it's now Axon. It's actually it's not Taser anymore. Taser's um, they still use the term Taser, but right. the company's Axon now. Right. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then um, so we'll go over that, and then uh, you know we'll try and do some. Um, some uh, scenarios and stuff uh, for use of force, um, get the officers thinking, right. and that kind of stuff. Now, speaking to people who have no clue what Taser is all about, I mean, you see it in the movies or you see it on TV, and there's been a lot of articles popping up. Tell us exactly what is a Taser used for? When, when would you use a Taser? Well, Taser is a brand name, okay? okay. Um, it's actually a conducted energy weapon, okay? okay? Uh, uh, CEW. Well, something just went over my head. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's uh, Taser's the brand name. All right, okay? I'm with you. Um, but but the um, the actual the the unit itself is actually a conducted energy weapon, and basically what it is, it's a it's a, a unit that has um, has a battery. Okay. And uh, it is shaped like a firearm. Okay. Um, and when they when um, when Axon developed this, or when the Smith brothers, when they bought um, the actual come or bought the rights because um, it was actually developed way back into the early 70s late 60s early 70s the idea of of a, a less lethal kind of um, energy 
Um, well, wait a minute. Let me understand that. Back in the 70s, they had tasers, or they weren't using them? Well, uh, and I them? can't remember the gentleman's name without okay. – uh, I always have to kind of cheat and look at my notes. That's fine. Um, but anyway, this gentleman, he, he made a, a, a device that actually used um, propelled um, projectiles okay. at a subject, and, um, and they would – they were can had wires, mm-hmm. and it would produce an electrical charge okay. that would help subdue that individual. Problem was, is it was um, he used gunpowder, um, so the the ATF at that time said, "Hey, you can't do that. That's a gun." <clears throat> so, um, yeah. <laughs> so uh, when uh, his his um, his company kind of went belly up, so well because he was when, out there shooting people. Well, I know he's out there shooting people, <laughs> but it was shooting with electricity. Uh, okay. He just used he just used gunpowder to get it there. Uh, but anyway, he he he. Uh, the Smith brothers they 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 bought the rights to all this, right, and right. so then they developed the the taser gotcha. or what we know as the taser. I'm with you. So basically, what it is is it uh, it's a unit that's like I said, it's shaped it is shaped like a gun. Mm-hmm. Um, um, it does take a, a cartridge, an air cartridge. It has um, compressed nitrogen in there inside the the cartridge. Um, when you depress the trigger, it will. Um, with the electrical charge, it will break that uh, the the vial that has the mm-hmm. uh, the nitrogen, which then propels the the two probes at the subject. It does have um, a laser on it. Mm-hmm. Where the laser is at is is the area of the top dart, right? And then the bottom one. So two two darts go. Two into darts somebody. come out. All right. Um, what if what if only only one dart went in? Would it still well, work? you won't you won't it it yes and no. Um, Instead of what what the the goal mm-hmm. as a when you if you use the taser right. is to get what they call NMI or neuromuscular incapacitation. Okay, and once okay. again, something just went over my head, but go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> basically, it's a the way I describe it when I got um, when I got tased when I went through instructor school. Um, it's like a full body Charlie horse. Okay, it hurts. Um, it makes you tense up. You can't mm-hmm. really move, and you just kind of flop to the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so, you on the ground? Are you flopping around like a fish out of water? Nope. You're you're just kind of sitting there. <laughs> sitting you're there, just okay. just locked up, right, locked up, locked up, and <laughs> taking the lightning ride. And so uh, you know. But anyway, it, it it so it that's what we're looking for because okay. when you get a subject in that kind of a state, you can get hold of that person. You're not going to get electrocuted by. They're not getting electrocuted. You're not going to get electrocuted. Mm-hmm. Um, you can get control of them while they're in that state. Right. So that it's safer for them. It's safer for the officers. Um, so how, how long will they stay in that state? Five seconds. Oh, five seconds? Five seconds. Because okay. you got five seconds to hurry up and do what you need to do. And this is why, you know, uh, sometimes if you can pre-plan, you know, if it's a, you know, if you're dealing with some someone, um, it's good to, you know, we should be working in pairs. Sometimes you, you, you're going to come across. You're going to have to do this by yourself. Um, many cases, officers are doing it by themselves. But if you do have the opportunity and mm-hmm. you can have some someone with you when you, you know, part of our instruction is, you know, before I deploy my taser, I'm going to make an announcement, taser, taser, taser. Mm-hmm. I'll deploy my taser. As soon as that, um, the, the probes connect with the subject, you know, I need to be watching that subject, my partner should be moving up there get in control of that guy so we can get that guy cuffed and then situation's over and we get it diffused now is, is a taser considered lethal force no it is considered um they used to um and i was doing some some research um after you had called me and approached me about talking to you 
Taser has um, changed their uh, a lot. They've added a lot of different warnings and a lot mm-hmm. of um, um, things about um, with the use of their, right. their their device. Right. And so uh, they used to say it was non-lethal. Non-lethal. All right. uh, they used to. Well, they have now since changed it, and this has been about. It was either 2007 or 2008. I don't mm-hmm. remember exactly when, but um, it was then said that um, now it is less lethal. Less. There, there is still uh, there is still a, a chance. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, people I'm dealing with, I don't know if they have an undiagnosed heart problem. Right. They are so they, they also are now training. Uh, when I went back through um, to get recertified as a taser instructor, they're now teaching us to um we avoid the chest hmm. um why, why is that because it's the heart pacemakers or something <clears throat> or? yes even mm-hmm. though even though their um axons test with um pigs and uh, the ama has said that there's what, no what significant what do you put it? they use they use pigs as um test subjects oh okay uh, I thought uh, you when you say pigs, you're talking about no. I wouldn't talk about cops or something. No, no, no. Okay. The, so, so when they they'll use they've uh, actually implanted those uh, the actual taser probes over a pig's heart because it's I guess the closest thing to a human. Oh. And okay. and and they found that it does not it didn't do anything. It didn't do anything. But in the event that a person has some kind of undiagnosed heart problem. Mm-hmm. Um, they're now teaching us to split the belt line. So I want to put one maybe a dart in the gotcha. abdomen and then one in the leg gotcha. because those are – you're actually – what you're trying to do is you want to get your darts or your taser probes into um, large muscle mass. I got you. So All your right. primary, if you can, would be from the back because you have a lot of large muscle groups mm-hmm. in the back, mm-hmm. and you'll be sure you'll have a good spread if you're at least 7 to 12 feet away. Wow. Um, you know, you can get a good taser spread. The bigger the spread, the better chance you're going to get that NMI or that neuromuscular incapacitation. Right. Okay. So, so you're saying about 12 feet away? 7 to 12. 7 to 12 give, feet give, away? Give or take. Okay. And they shoot it. This person doesn't have time to move? Or is it coming out that fast? It comes out pretty quick. I don't know exactly what the exact speed is. Mm-hmm. I mean, it moves pretty quick, but... Mm-hmm. Um, um, it's obviously slower than a bullet. Okay. You know? Yeah, but so for you to become a taser instructor, you had to get tased. Didn't have to. They they highly recommend it, and um, I was I was kind of foolish in my class because initially when the master instructor that was teaching us said, um, "All right, who's going to volu- do a voluntary exposure?" Um, everybody sat real still. I had a couple of U.S. Marshals in the back of my class, and these guys from Chicago, and and and, and they were like, "We're doing it," and I wasn't going to get punked out by a couple of U.S. Marshals, so. <laughs> I so said, "Yep, join, uh, yeah, I did in. it too." Okay. And that was that was dumb. <laughs> but you got I, it done. I, it's done, and I won't do it again. It's over with. Okay. All right. So with with you being trained and all that kind of stuff, kind of help me understand. I know our listeners are probably wondering the same thing too. How in the world here in the last few months we have been seeing officers grabbing? I guess before I get into that, you it's true that you wear the taser on the opposite hand, your weak hand, away yeah. from your gun. Okay. So now. Explain how that could possibly happen where officers are grabbing their gun instead of the taser. Well, in, in, in the... Have you seen that happen? Like here in Allen County? Yeah, Fort Wayne. Fort Wayne. Um, personally, no. Okay. I, I have not seen okay. an officer reaching for a taser and or thinking they're reaching for a taser and in turn drawing their, it their would duty have made work. It would have made the news. 
We would have known. I, I, yeah, I okay. think so. So explain how that could possibly happen. What's going on in, in your mind? In everything that I'm hearing about, when I hear these on the news or I, I read about them, um, and then, like I said, after you approached me, I started looking some of these up. Mm-hmm. And all those incidences, those officers were actually carrying that on their strong side or their, their, their dominant hand, their dominant hand. Which is a no-no. <sighs> Taser still will not dictate... Mm. Um, they okay. highly recommend now okay. they highly recommend it's always you know um, refer to your department of policy talk with your county prosecutors whatever mm. but um, but they highly recommend that you don't so our policy okay is is you will carry it on your on your weak side or your non-dominant side okay now um, with that being said since we've transitioned to um, the molly type vests um, so we can wear our get some of our gear off of our belt up onto our our body armor. Okay. Um, we can we can carry. I still carry my. It would still be a what I would consider a strong side draw. Mm-hmm. But um, it's not a normal draw like I would be drawing for my firearm. Mm-hmm. Um, so you got to kind of search for it. You got to yeah, because it's up it's up body. on my it's okay. up on my body. It's a, you know, it's not down. Mm-hmm. In these cases where officers were involved in shooting or had shot a subject, shot somebody, um, in those cases, the taser was actually right below on a thigh holster below their duty weapon. Wow. Okay, so since we're talking about that, what I'm referring to is make sure the listeners understand, too. There was an incident in Pennsylvania where two officers had a, a gentleman in custody. Mm-hmm. They had him in the holding cell, and I guess he eventually dropped some uh, illegal narcotics, mm-hmm. tried to cover it up, and a scuffle ensued. Uh, the officers were trying to, you know, contain him, where one of the officers ended up pulling his gun, and he yelled taser, mm-hmm. and he shot the gentleman. Okay. Um, so, in, in in that one, and you saw the same video. The I did. I did see okay. the video, um, and I actually was reading different articles about that. Okay. Um, there, uh, the officer actually did still have. They still carried on their strong side. Okay. It was, but that was a department no-no. Uh, at least according, oh. at least in in one article I read, they said that the officer had violated. Uh, a department policy, okay, because it was carried in as it was on his a thigh holster. It was not right. up on his on sport side, up on his belt. Uh huh. Um, they're also going to um, uh, the way the officers are conditioned. We're conditioned to we see threat, we reach for our our firearm. You know, when mm-hmm. we start in our in our basic academy training, you know, threat, we immediately go to. Um, firearm until we get into other things but in this case he had walked in and and i don't want to play monday morning quarterback i wasn't there right right, i don't know where exactly this guy was what Mm -hmm. he heard Mm -hmm. was he standing there the whole time you know and Mm -hmm. then just reached down and just drew his gun or was it something as as you know he heard the commotion or they dispatched um other officers into that holding cell because this guy was becoming unruly um i don't i don't know so without too much money morning quarterback you know that's just i hate to use the word but it's a little negligent you know Mm -hmm. i should know what you you know i mean my taser's up on my it's up on my chest okay i need to know you need to know where your equipment is on your person so that you can use it effectively and properly so to to make sure because I'm, i'm reading a little bit of the article here and they're supposed to be the officers are required to wear their taser on their non-dominant side known as a cross draw position right 
Okay, and I guess he didn't. Yeah, and, and, and in the video, you can't really tell. Mm-hmm. But he, could, um, he already has it. Well, there's yeah, a little scuffle, then all of a sudden he has a gun. Yeah, yeah you can, you, but you can clearly see that he does. He definitely does not have. Um, mm-hmm. It wasn't a, a, a taser device, right? And he yelled "taser" before yes. he shot the, yes. the gentleman, right? You know, and I don't know again if this was if because of the commotion and he just wasn't right. thinking and paying right. attention to what he was doing, right? And unfortunately, then you had this this accident. So. I want to make sure, you know, that anyone listening can understand what you're saying. You're saying that it sh- those accidents should not happen. Absolutely not. No. Okay. If the if the taser is put in the proper position, be it mm-hmm. either away from your gun, right. on your non-dominant side, right. that kind of thing should not happen. Right. Well, looking even further in this, I guess he was he eventually retired. No, there were no charges filed on him for that. Right. It looked like uh, the, the prosecution or the prosecutor for that county. Checked it out. They said it did seem to. They didn't feel that there was any um, grounds for any criminal charges. Mm-hmm. And then he, yeah, the officer then retired. Yeah, they're saying it was just a mistake. He he made right. a, a mistake of drawing the wrong. Okay. With that being said, and, you, and again, you're Mr. Instructor now. You, you're <laughs> taser guy. I'm gonna tell you right now. I, I didn't play with tasers. There was nothing I wanted to fool with. Going into the same area or the same uh, incident. In St. Louis, there was a female officer who ended up getting into a, a scuffle with a shoplifter. Right. And I guess they chased the shoplifter out in the uh, parking lot, and uh, she pulled out what she believed to be her taser, and uh, she fired and uh, she yelled "taser" and right. fired and uh, fired one shot and dropped the uh, perpetrator. Mm-hmm. Um, same situation, same thing. Believed it was a taser, but in this situation, they're 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 uh, filing charges on her. Yes. Yeah. They're um, looking. I, I believe they're trying to find uh, do um, uh, manslaughter. Uh, well, I, I don't think she died. The, or, or criminal recklessness yeah, or yeah. something of that nature. Um, right. But, um, yeah, it, again, and, and well, she, to, she's a 13-year veteran on that department, too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah and this is, again, I, I know that a lot of agencies have um, – you know, with with these these incidents mm-hmm. coming up, um, there have been uh, agencies that have been really starting to get on, and I believe that they did um, with this uh, St. Louis incident. I believe that those those um, that officer they were allowed to carry on their strong side in a in a thigh drop holster. Hmm. Now I don't I don't know for sure if that's right. the case, but again, even if even if you are, you still have to. Um, I wouldn't. I don't want, um, you know, in the heat of the moment, I don't want there to be any chance of, of confusion, right? of weapon confusion. I want to know whether if I'm reaching for my taser or I'm reaching for my, my firearm, mm-hmm. I, I want to know what I'm reaching for. Uh, I'm going to ask you, I'm sure you've been in different little scuffles and mm-hmm. uh, arrests. Do you think your mind is quick enough to realize what's in your hand, or do you have time to stop and take a peek at what's in your hand? <sighs> I don't know if you have enough time, um, and I think that officers have to respond to what is um, what's presented in front of them. What kind of situation are you going into? Right. Are is it something that you're? Um, is this uh, a, a burglary in progress? Well, in a burglary in progress, I, I don't. I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't go in with a taser drawn. Um, you know, if I'm looking for a bad guy, you know, yeah, if there's a good yeah. chance there's somebody inside, then right. you know, we got to address that differently. Right. But in in situations where it's a fight or or something of that nature, um, you do need to know 
and you and unfortunately this is just um a training experience uh the one thing that 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 we do have to do and what i have to do as a as a taser instructor mm -hmm. um is we do have to train in um stress-based training reality-based right. right um we have to try and get the officers blood pumping right um so that they can learn to um, get that stress inoculation we call it okay get that get that going um so that they can function during those times when it's a very intense situation um, and that way we don't have or we can help prevent these kind of accidents. Well, okay, with that being said, how often do you train where you're doing your firearms and then at any moment it could go over to the uh, um, taser? Or would you have the taser and then you got to go to firearms? How often have you trained that? We, we try and uh, when we do our in-service, we'll, we'll try and do some um, uh, drills where, you know, give them uh, some scenarios whether it's uh um and they will have um we'll have the training tasers and right. we'll have um training training guns because mm -hmm. we don't allow actual weapons inside um we'll get them in there and then we'll um we'll go through and the officer has to evaluate that situation right and and decide mm -hmm. which how he needs to proceed or how she needs to proceed with with that situation mm -hmm. um is it at first is it um, um, just our presence is enough mm -hmm. use of force? Right, right. Is it, or is it, is it do, do we have to, you know, maybe that soft hand control, get that person, maybe mm -hmm. try and get them out of that situation? The, um, we make, I make the officer, I want the officer to come up with a solution right. because that's the way it's going to work on the street. Right. He's got to make a decision, a quick right. decision. Absolutely. Right. Okay. And, and so, you know, and, and, but I don't train the officers to fail. Okay, I right. want to make that very clear. I don't train them to fail. Um, what um, what I may see as something that I could take care of, doing going hands on with somebody, mm -hmm. um, another officer might look at that as uh, as a deadly force, just based on size or the other things. Or right. So I, I don't train our officers to fail, but we will discuss. And if they say um, I would have transitioned from taser or other uses of force to deadly force. Um. Well, okay. Why? To explain right. why, because that's in 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 real life. That's what's going to happen. You're going to have to be able to justify what you did and why you did it, hmm. and be able to put that down on paper. You're going to have to be oh, able yeah. to articulate those facts. Yeah, but then you also have to show from your side that you have trained in that way. You have taught them that way. You've right. gone over. Right. Yeah. So that when this day happens, if this day happens, and you pray that it doesn't, pray that it doesn't. You can Absolutely. show that you have worked on this kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. Now I think the difference in the situations after you know digging in a little bit deeper. Uh, the shoplifter was actually running away from the lady, right? And she fired as she was running away. Even, uh, even still thinking that the taser that seven the something feet could possibly reach, but right. yeah, they didn't think that her they didn't think that her her safety was in in question. Her safety well, was not and, in and, question. And that's and that's one thing that taser uh, you know axon that axon does stress to us, and and I put it out to um, whether we're doing our annual in service or mm -hmm. we're doing our um, that, that new officer's initial, um, you need to be cognizant, even when you're using a taser, right? You know, you need to be cognizant of, of when, if you deploy your taser on right. a subject, mm -hmm. you know, uh, you know, somebody standing up on a building ledge, I'm not going to use, I can't use a taser because they're going to fall, uh -huh. you yeah, know, and yeah. that's, that'd be negligence. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, um, you can't, 
you um, you know you need to be aware of a person that if they are running mm-hmm. they you know and they are properly struck with the taser probes they right. are going to fall they're going to fall yeah, and so you hurt. do yeah and so you know um, but going back to the St. Louis incident um, I don't know um, exactly from what I've what I understand is that their taser was carried on their dominant side right. in a thigh ho- thigh holster below their duty weapon. Right. I just think that that sets officers up for failure. Personally, I just think that that's a and you're if you're reaching in the same area where your firearm is, I just think that that's you're you're just getting into bad mojo at that point. <laughs> bad mojo. Okay. Yeah. Um, one of the uh, criminologists there at uh, the University of Missouri St. Louis. Uh, said that there's about there has been 13 uh, incidents like this since uh, 2001 where an officer has mixed up his gun with his stun gun mm-hmm. uh, that kind of thing so it's not like it's the first time this has happened so if that if the one time is too many right 13 is, is really pushing it uh, you're getting close to almost one a year here uh, right and you don't want to be that one so for you as an instructor that's something you really gotta uh, train on and uh, hope that they you know listen to that absolutely kind of thing. yeah and, and, and uh you know uh we we are blessed mm-hmm. uh, and i and i'm right. going to put it just that way we are blessed um we have a, a a decent um student population um you know yeah we do have some um kids that want to cause a little trouble but for the most part um we have a very good student body right. um right. we've got a, a decent faculty and staff mm-hmm. and so uh, you know that that is a blessing for us that we don't have um, some of the stuff maybe another university maybe based on its location and what those officers have to deal right. with on a daily basis right so just in case you're tuned in and you're just now listening and you didn't catch it at the beginning i'm talking with uh, uh, jody cartwright he's a taser instructor with purdue fort wayne university's police department and we're just going over a couple of incidents where guns are getting mixed up with the taser and uh, shootings are happening and we just went over two of them um and i'm gonna i'm gonna hit you with this and i know we kind of said that we we're going to talk about it but just here recently this is just within the last week or so there was an officer in texas who was uh making an arrest on a female that he knew they had warrants uh, once again, a scuffle ensued. Uh, they went to the ground, and somehow the female got a hold of his taser. Mm-hmm. Actually, shot him with the taser. Okay. And uh, he, in turn, returned fire, striking her. Yeah, she did not die, but he shot her. Okay. I mean, there's a big uproar, and I'm right. speaking to different officers about it, and everybody has a different opinion on their take on taser versus gun. Some are mm-hmm. saying he shouldn't have done it. Some are saying he had every right to do it. You're a taser instructor. You know what a taser can, cannot do. Give it to me. Let me see. Well, you know, uh, I haven't. <laughs> anyway, again, we're not Monday morning, court, Monday morning quarterbacking anybody, but I want to hear what well, you got to say. you know, I can't, I can't say, um, you know, not knowing all the particulars of the case. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and I, and I haven't. Give me some political correct answer. Come on, just give me an answer. <laughs> You can look at it. You know what? Here, here you go. All right. You know, you can look at it from both sides. All right. If if you if if a subject uses my taser against me, mm-hmm. and it does produce the effect that it's supposed to, which is locking MMI, up those locking, locking up those up, muscles, yeah, give that full body child horse. <laughs> yeah. What if that subject then comes over, watches enough CSI or NCIS or whatever else they're watching on television, takes my duty gun, while when I can't protect myself got you and shoots me i still got a wife and kids i gotta go home to mm-hmm. 
On the other side. All right. How, what was the effect of the taser? We're not, I, I don't know. Did it, did it get, did one probe hit him where you can fight through that? You really can. Um, it's kind of like um, grabbing hold of a, of an exposed wire on an electrical cord. It gets okay. a hold of you, but it, it, you can fight through it. Okay, but even with that being said, you can fight through it. It still has an effect on you. It's, it's more of a pain. It's okay. more pain. All right. But do you take the chance and figure, well, I got some pain? I mean, I understand what you're saying, but then you got to be able to think fast enough, okay, well, they really didn't get me, so I can fight through that. Well, and again, I don't know this um, this officer's level of training. You know, was he, um, you know, was he a gym rat or was he a, a couch potato? You know, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. You know. well, that, okay. Without all that being said, let's just go right to what we know. Okay, right to what we know because that's all they have released. Right. He's making an arrest. She fights. Okay. The fight is on. Somehow she grabs that taser. Okay. And she zaps him. I, I, I think that... Zap him with one probe, two probes, across the shoulder. You know... <laughs> Shot across the bow. <laughs> I don't know. You know, like I said, I, I, I don't like to Monday morning quarterback No, them. that's not what we're here but, for. We're but here to if, educate. But if, if, if... And I can't say if it were me. Well, why not? Why can't you say if, if, if it were me? Yeah, uh, I mean, you know, okay, and you, and if you it were it. me. Yep, that's it. Okay, if... Um, because think? we have had to... They do make us. They'll put the the clip the mm-hmm. thing on and show that you can get through it mm-hmm. and and continue to fight. Right. Um, I would hope that that training would kick back in. Mm-hmm. You know, but at the same time, you got to be wondering what is their intentions. I don't know what the warrant was for. Was it a violent warrant? I don't know. Well, which is violent. irrelevant. Um, you know, but you know, mm-hmm. is this person if they're that, you know hell-bent on not going back to jail or well, they, going they, to jail. They, they show that right away. Absolutely. She, okay. you know, she, she fought, she fled, mm-hmm. or she was trying, and then she, she ended up tasing the officer. So with that being said, in my case, I would hope that, that, tater, that if it didn't get me, didn't get me good, mm-hmm. that I would have the strength to fight through it and, and, and just go hands-on at that point, close that distance, and get that taser away from her. Okay. <laughs> but I won't say that what the officer did was wrong. Right. Because I don't know all the facts of the case. Right. You know, but we're talking about you. Remember, we got, let's not slip back to office. You look up, you make an arrest, all of a sudden a scuffle ensues, and you're down the ground, get up, whatever, and you look, and she's got a taser in her hand, and zap is coming at you. Well, with nothing you know, in your did, mind at that moment saying, did, oh, did that officer, you know, I don't know, mm-hmm. you know, if. We don't know. We, we have to. We have to. You know. You do have to be cognizant of, mm-hmm. of your equipment mm-hmm. on your person. You're bringing all this stuff mm-hmm. to, to, fight. to any fight. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you need to know. You need to. Know, we part of training is weapons retention. Weapons retention would include our batons. Our OC. Oh, no, hold, our, wait, wait. So that means you got to hold onto a taser and a gun. Who are you going to fight with your elbows? <laughs> well, you know, and that's, again, that's where that placement comes into play. Right. You but know? are you rolling around on the ground with somebody? You, you're trying to, you know, your hands, you're trying now, to now lock if, them if, up. It, you know, at that point, mm-hmm. you know, you might have to step up that game. Or you need to break that contact, create distance. Right. Distance is your friend. Mm-hmm. 
and reevaluate and maybe get some extra bodies there. If they, if if this if this gal was that much of a problem, maybe he should have thought this through maybe a little bit more. I don't know. Well, sometimes when it hit that fast, you got to go with what you go. You go for so, the ride. So, you know, you know, and and again, <laughs> right, right? You know, in that situation, mm-hmm. what turned into maybe this is where you need to right, disengage. Right. Okay. You know, if this starts to um it, that warning going to go away, you know. Right. Not to say that you're going to let them go. Right. But don't, you know, mm-hmm. if you need to create some distance, uh-huh. you know, call for some help. If she, if this fight ensues, she somehow manages to get your right. taser away right. from you, create that distance. It's a, it's the same principles that we would teach with um, firearms. When when we shoot, um, we we try and move. Mm-hmm. We don't try and just plan ourselves. We want right. to. We got to be moving around. Okay. Well, like I said, there's a lot of officers that have talked about it and went over and over and over it, and and uh, everybody has a different take on it. And, uh, well, like I said, <clears throat> I won't say that what the officer mm-hmm. did was wrong. Right. I, I think that it could be, um, you know, obviously he was probably, I'm going to assume that he was probably a uniformed officer, so it wasn't mm-hmm. like he was a plainclothes guy. No, he's so there's Okay, yeah. so he's a uniformed guy. Mm-hmm. Um, we told know. told this subject that mm-hmm. you know she was under arrest that under she arrest. had a warrant had a warrant um at this point you know when she mm-hmm. let her intentions be known mm-hmm. she ain't going i'm not so going. it's you know like fight you said, is on. fights on the fight is on so i won't say that what the officer did was right i think that it could be justified you know she did take one, a weapon they are less lethal not non-lethal but to the again, officer but again, you said yourself at that moment, if you would have gotten knocked out, you don't know what she exactly. could have walked up and done. Right. So he could less than lethal or non-lethal. He, he could have turned could have into fall. He could have fallen down. Yeah. And when he hit his head, that could have rendered him unconscious. Um, at that point, you know, you, what what you going to do? You got to make, and this officer had to make that decision right. in a microsecond. Yeah. And, and he chose and his he decision. Chose. Yeah. And, and you, know, you know, I think he's, the lady's not dead. Right, I think she's in a lot of pain, though. But she's in a lot of pain. But she ain't dead. So, and we'll have to watch how this goes and see how this uh, plays out in the courts. <laughs> It'll be interesting to see oh, what they goodness. do with it. Yeah. Well, you you danced around that one pretty good. That was a good dance. Yeah, you You're know, not too sure. I'm, 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 I can I can Muhammad Ali pretty good. <laughs> yeah, you did. That won't. Oh my goodness. Whew, that was a long dance there for a little bit. Again, Jody Carr, we we appreciate you. Spending some time with us, sharing your expertise on uh, being a taser instructor and uh, the different things that you've seen and how you train and, and how these things can happen. And like you said, they can, they can happen if it's not done properly, just like any accident can happen Absolutely. if it's not done Absolutely. properly. And uh, again, folks, thank you very much for hanging out with us. Email us at policepodtalk at gmail.com with any topics you'd like for us to tackle or any comments or questions you heard about today's program on Police Pod Talk. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been a lot of fun hanging out with Jody. I haven't seen him in a long time, but uh, every time I see him, something funny happens. But Jody Cartwright, Purdue, Fort Wayne University Police Department. He's a taser instructor. And Jody, again, thank you for being here on Police Pod Talk. Appreciate it.